Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode 60. I am your host, Kids, and with me is Gucci. Hello, my friends. And we've got old uh, Cool Hands. What up? And we got Chance. We're taking a chance with Chance Lavin. What's happening, guys? And Adam Arajo. Hey, hey. All right. Man, going West Coast tonight. That's what we're doing. Yes. Yeah, boy. It's about time. Oh, yeah. get any much love out here in the west coast no but we over here on the east coast we talk a lot of shit don't we yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) we do oh man what you guys been up to anything exciting freaking ready for the winter bash Mm. yeah hey hold on get it what What? is this the last winter bash (laughs) definitely maybe but probably not Okay, perfect. Well, let's pretend like it is. You guys need to come to Winter Bash, like quit playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like might we be need... the last one. Been yeah. saying that for four years now, but it might be the last one. Mm. <laughs> we need to be three hundred deep there this next weekend. Mm-hmm. Not oh, this Lord. weekend, but you know. Man, yeah, I would, I, would, tomorrow. I would love to make it out there one of these times. I, I kinda regret not being able to make the OHB events back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. It'd be good. It'd be good. Yeah. All right, well, let's go ahead and kick this off. What you think? Yep, do it. All right, let's do it. So, first things first, we'd like to thank everyone for downloading and streaming and listening to our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. But uh, with that being said, Gooch, once you kick it off, tell us about your week's assists. My turn. Oh, man. I did some things. Yeah? Something. Yeah. So, uh, I'm really close to finishing up my Kraken S. It only nice. took a couple of days. Yeah, about weeks. time. Yeah. <laughs> now, I told you guys that I, I wanted to keep it back so I could uh, start building with my dad. So my parents were in town. And uh, Saturday night, uh, we started. And I swear to God, like, I got him going. And he just wanted to keep building, you know, head assembly for me. Like, I, I literally didn't do anything uh, <laughs> when it comes to building the head, the tail. Like, he just, oh, this is so nice. And He's a mechanical engineer for heavy equipment. So he's like, look at the CNC. I'm like, dad, put it down. Take a break. Here's some water. Calm down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we, we started that. And, um, but we also did some flying. So we, uh, we, he wanted to go to the hobby store. So, of course, he ended up leaving with like a little uh, timber, you know, plank. Oh. And he flew that. I flew the Logo 200. Um, let's see. I, I made him run. I scared him with the Logo 200. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, dude, it was it was a little bit windy, but like I was just having the time of my life with uh, with the Logo 200. But I'm actually getting. I'm a little bit more comfortable because I ended up getting a, the new V Touch with the new like sticks where they're actually more pointy <laughs> because my old V-Touch, I kept like my thumbs kept slipping off the, the, the tips of the sticks. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I got a, the new touch that has the nicer sticks. So I'm actually, I feel more secure now <laughs> and uh, 
don't feel like I'm going to, you know, my thumb is going to slip off and pull a Brandon Cooper on myself. <laughs> um, yeah, because that could happen, right? It can. So, yeah, well, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Those uh, those sticks that you're talking about, Gucci, those are like a must for me, man. Even like on my uh, Spectrum Real Flight transmitter that i use for sim and i have to run those uh those shorter pointier sticks um mm-hmm. because i'm just a thumber and it's just it helps out a lot so i'm not i'm a I, i'm a hybrid right i'm a you know i kind of thumb and pinch and <laughs> the problem that I'm, i was having is that i'm starting for certain things i'm starting to go to just thumb only and you know when you're pinching you're fine but when you go to a thumb type input into the corners of the sticks i my my thumbs fell off the stick many of times oh yeah yep. so so yeah um i had fun with that uh let's see here uh my raw nitro made it to florida safe and sound for the nice. winter bash yeah, dude i shipped it out on like Tuesday, I think, and he was there by Saturday. Yeah, old old Maney, he was waiting it's by the train built. station. Yeah, it's, it's, built. Everything it's done. done. Manny was <laughs> like, "Hey, uh, I got it built, but you got problems." I'm like, "No, just just hear me out. This is how you you do it." And he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that works. That works. It's good. It's good. It's ready to go." I'm like, "I know, dude. I'm ready to go down to the Winter Bash. So that's next week. Flying out on." thursday so after this episode release releases on thursday i'm uh, on a plane um dude i gotta say this so uh the yge integration with the neo is freaking stupid easy there it is folks there it is it's it's so easy that it makes you question what's the catch like what Mm -hmm. did you miss so i literally like downloaded the app the yg app on the radio i plugged all my wires in and i turned it on it saw the yg i went did my settings for the voltage you know for the uh bc i chose my you know governor type which is i'm i'm gonna run it first off with the neo governor and i put my head speeds in the governor setting that's it man you just made ben go yep <laughs> let him be the, the, the fact of the matter is it's amazing how easy it was because like even it is. you know i've ran the scorpion from the beginning with the integration and even in the beginning way back in the day you had to still connect it to the computer and make sure it's in the right uh, language you know for the telemetry is you know it was set up for the you know v control and or the neo and it, this was just too easy yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. My the, just, the, the hardest part about it is making sure you have the motor wires right to make sure it spins yep. the right way because it does not have that feature, unfortunately. Um, that's right. But Isn't that weird? That is it, weird. It is. <laughs> but considering the fact that everything else is, you know, insanely easy, you know, it uh, mm-hmm. it's still, in my opinion, worth every penny. Hopefully, you will make your way to the proper governor, the YGE governor. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know. You'll get there. So, You'll get there. So if I went with that, I I would have to do an extra step, right? I would have to do the governor store where you kind of let us pull up for a little bit, right? So not to name names. Uh, it, mm-hmm. It's different in the sense that 
you put bank one to 70%. You let it spool mm-hmm. up completely to 70%. After that, mm-hmm. hit bank two and let her rip tater chip. There's no spooling back down, unplugging, plugging back in. There's none of that. That's the but there is, there, there is a step that you kind of have to do, right? More or less. No. Pretty sure not. What do you mean? You put it but in gut store, I mean, you do 70%, and as soon as it sees 70%, you let her rip tater chip. But that's what I mean, is you still have to make make sure that you put it on 70%. True. That's, yes. that's my step. So that's you still step. have to do, that's but, the step. But you're not unplugging Simple. it, rebinding it, that kind of stuff. It's just, yeah. once it yeah. sees 70, you're ready to rip. Yeah. yeah. But still, I just want to say it was... The, the the smoothest integration ESE Neo that I've seen to date. Yeah, I agree. It's nice. I so, like it. But yeah, so other than that, letting time pass by um, and uh, go down to Florida and it will be my uh, birthday weekend. Oh, man. Nice. Oh, boy. <laughs> Kyle's got some cracking for you. Oh, boy. I want to fly. I, I don't want to be just toasted. <laughs> yeah, we should go to Top Golf and get toasted. Well, oh, I'm yeah, just saying I'll if that get... happens, you're sleeping in Cliff's camper. You're not sleeping in mine. <laughs> so. Oh, shit. I'll probably, you know me, I'll probably sleep on the side of the field. <laughs> no hammock needed for this guy. That's right. <laughs> Man, the weather's going to be good too, huh? Yeah. So far, so good. Man. I hope. Fingers crossed. It can go either way. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, that's it. I might uh, do some flying uh, before I go out to Orlando and uh, see you guys there. That's my weeks. Sweet. All right, Kyle, what you got, buddy? Um, Let's see. Uh, we passed Thanksgiving. My mom came down for Thanksgiving, which is cool. First time her checking out the new house. Nice. So, yeah, she was down here for a few days, hung out for a little bit, had Thanksgiving, then she went back home. What does she think of Florida? She loves it. She's ready to move down here full time. She just can't. She can't retire just yet, but definitely going to happen someday. Yeah, she's ready. She's tired of the the snow and the cold because I talked to her today. I think she said it was like 27 degrees. Oof. No. I'm like, oh, that's weird. It's like 73. <laughs> Can't relate. I don't you guys are assholes. You know that? <laughs> yeah. Today I was in um, shorts. Way to go ahead. Yeah. I mailed a package out to somebody. Yep. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. I had all the doors open in the shop, t shirt and shorts, just shipping orders, you know. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> um, other than that, I've been consumed with building some new helis. I know I've been saying it forever now, but uh, my gasser is almost ready to go. No. Yeah, I swear to God, I'm going to try and fly it this weekend. Get some tuning flights with Carrie before the event. Yes. Because uh, I want to bang on that thing all weekend long at the event. So trying to button that up this weekend, get some test flights on it and get it ready. However, I am also building a new prototype uh, SAB model. It may or may not be announced by the time this show comes out. Okay. All right. So I Get think ready, it's a, Eric Shue. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be <laughs> it's, good. It's a 400, Eric. So Yeah. Yeah. First one's know. going to him. They're only Stop. making one. And it's just going to Eric. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm making shit up here, so don't, uh, don't uh, think anything. <laughs> Uh, so I've just been building that, getting ready to test fly this weekend. Um, so 
there might be a weekend announcement. So by the time you're listening to this, you probably already know. But if you don't, uh, keep waiting. <laughs> nice. Other than that, just Black Friday. I want to thank everyone that purchased from BK Hobbies and SABUSA. And I want to apologize for the delay in your orders going out. Um, we had a big shipment from SAB that was supposed to get there Black Friday. It didn't show up until Wednesday after uh, Cyber Monday. So I rushed and put all of it away and then rushed to start getting everyone's orders out the door. So I apologize, but um, everything should be uh, good to go by now. Nice. Finally. And uh, I don't know. That's about it. Just getting ready for the Winter Bash, getting some club stuff organized, getting some donations in. We're going to have a lot of stuff for people to win. A lot of stuff. No need, Eric. Yeah. I got it covered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, five kits, four or five kits. Holy um, smokes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be outstanding. So if you're not here December 10th to the 12th in Orlando, Florida, you are just plain missing out, buddy. Mm. Man. Could be the last so one. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, quick question. Uh, mm. That new thing that might be announced, it might not, is mm. it going to make an appearance maybe at the Winter Bash? Uh, if it is announced the way that I feel it will be announced, then it will definitely be flown in public at the Winter Bash. Yes. Nice. nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Come on, Chance, Another good reason to come down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get on a plane, Chance. Let's do this. Man, I'll try. <laughs> yep. Mm. that's all i got who's next all right let's uh see what our guests have been up to uh adam you want to go first yeah man um what you been up to the last week or two uh she's just coming back from the thanksgiving weekend took my daughter out to see the fam bam um you know that's when i came back and wanted to get some flying in but ran into some radio issues what happened with um, that? What's that? What happened with that? Uh, well, I was pretty stoked because uh, I haven't flown in, you know, I didn't go fly in, in Fresno for Thanksgiving, so I missed a week, but, uh, you know, charged up the packs the day before, did a little check over on everything, and uh, got to the field, bound up the black nitro, was getting ready to throw down, and... Um, the collective stick on the V control was broken. <laughs> and uh I was fucking furious. Um you know, I was I was ready to fly, man. I was thinking about, you know, practicing, trying new shit. I filled up the jersey modeler modeler and usually um when I'm excited to fly and I know I got a lot of time, I'll go through a jersey modeler in one day. And I got the yeah. old school one with, with two and a half gallons. So what? Um, I took three helis out. Usually I only take one, maybe two. So I was really jazzed up to fly, man. I even went and stopped and grabbed a couple tall cans because I was going to be there for a while. <laughs> and um, sure as shit, man. Um, I even, I think I was just about to start it. And I grabbed the throttle stick to bring it down and it it wiggled a little more than usual and i'm like what the fuck is going on here and i i look a little bit deeper and the whole gimbal is just cracked wow and you jinxed uh, it by getting the tall boys you jinxed it <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know what happened i mean i i bought a pelican case for it a, a while back and um it's all padded up on the inside so i think after I put on the uh, the Gregor V stand, it kind of bumped it up a little bit. Uh. And, um, and I remember 
I think I closed it pretty hard last time. I don't know. But maybe it was a sign from the, the Nitro guys that, hey, probably not a good day. You're going to crash or something. I don't know. But <laughs> for the most part, man, um, I'm pretty much grounded at the moment. And I can't fly anything until my V-Control comes back. And it it's on its journey right now to Mikado. So, man, you should have just ripped that stick out. off. Put your thumb over the hole and started flicking that bad boy back and forth. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what about when I need to run the tail? What about the rudder, man? That's uh, no rudder. Nah, no, no rudder. Need. No, no need. need. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I just sent it out. Uh, did the whole service case, you know, got the ball rolling, and um, hopefully I get it back in the next week or two. You know. I mean, we got Christmas right around the corner. I think I'm in yeah. a good spot for just sending it now, you know, because, you know, after Christmas, everybody, the sales and all that, shipping's horrible. But let's just hope that it's a quick turnaround. I mean, I could care less what it costs. I don't care if they charge me triple, just send it back. You know what I mean? I try. I told him to send me the gimbal, but he said he couldn't do it because it's a liability. Right. So, um other than that, you know, I don't have anybody around here immediately at my field with V control. Hmm. So I'm kind of fucked at the moment. I'm just staring at it, the hellies and uh, yeah. time to move. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know what? If I didn't have a daughter here, I swear to God, I would be out of California quick. <laughs> I'd probably go move over there next to my buddy Chance in Arizona somewhere. Or there you go. Yeah, for sure. Taxes. Man. The taxes and the dude, we're fucking paying five dollars a gallon for gas right now. Yeesh. And uh, I drive Ooh. a Tahoe, you know, so it's it's <laughs> terrible. But um, that's scary. It's like hundred bucks an hour over there. Been grief. Yeah, it's fucked up. I mean, I do all right. I got a good job, career job, and shit. I make good money. I'm a construction superintendent, but um, you know. Used to go into the grocery store with 150 bucks. You come out with five bags. Now I'm coming out with like two and a half. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> one like, and a half. Everything's <laughs> gone up, and then 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 the ultimate kick in the nuts is nitro's 50 bucks a gallon. Yeah. So it's like, geez. no, it's not. No, it's not. Is it really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Got to move to the East Coast, my friend. You know where to go, especially being a nitro guy. You know where you need to move. That or try try some of that that swamp water I keep hearing about. Yeah, you, you still run that over there. <laughs> What's that? What you got? What swamp water? It, it's uh, S and W fuel. It's a guy out of Pennsylvania. I think I was buying thirty percent, uh, four gallons or a case, and it would be shipped to my door for like a hundred and ten bucks. I'll give it a shot. Fuck it. I mean, I don't even fly electric no more. So if I can catch a break on, on a little bit of fuel, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people use it. Yeah. I never even heard of it though. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's small. Like a lot of people rag on it, but it, it, it runs motors just fine. Um, it, it's just, it doesn't smoke as much as some of the other fuels. So a lot of people don't like that, but I'm like, if you know how to tune, you know, you know how to tune. You'll yeah. be fine. You'll be all right. You know? Send a link over. <laughs> I'll send you a link, Adam. Mm -hmm. Heck yeah. I'll order up. Shit. All right. But other than that, um, that's all I got, guys. I'm grounded okay. at the moment. 
no worries all right well uh chance what have you been up to buddy oh nothing much man uh just mainly working and stuff um you know got to spend uh thanksgiving here with the family and stuff so that was good um and yeah just did a couple uh days of flying at my uh, local flying club out here in yuma um just went out on sunday um thanksgiving weekend and i just took out the the goblin raw 700 and then my other helicopter which is the raw 700 nitro um i flew a couple of tanks on the nitro everything went well and then just did some more tuning on some blades on the uh 700 electric nice so uh and then that's pretty much it you know no news is good news as far as you know <laughs> right. any issues with birds so i can't complain right yeah you know what last night chance and i got on the uh the real flight um online host room that shit was awesome i've never done that and i'm like really? where how come we haven't been doing this this whole fucking time it was fucking awesome and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we see a planker flying around. It's like, what the fuck? Who joined in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we left that room open. It was pretty funny. This is oh. our first time trying it out and then, you know, setting up Skype and doing the audio that way and stuff. But yeah, it turned out to be a, a pretty cool deal. Um, what, what did we name that the chat room, Adam? I think it was... It was- the southwest rodeo room some shit i don't know oh yeah southwest heli uh room and uh we actually met another helicopter pilot that dropped in oh man he was awesome that yeah down yeah he was actually pretty good we were totally not expecting that and uh small world uh ended up knowing that he actually flies out there kind of closer towards adam and ken marshall's place in uh, northern california oh wow and we never heard of him we yeah, never, never heard who of the him. fuck this guy was. He's not even on any social medias or anything. He just he just a huh. uh, 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 a fucking dude who I don't know if he flies that good in person, but he was. I thought it was Mr. Kyle Stacy who joined. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty fun. I think we're gonna start doing some of that more often. Yeah, I'm down. That's awesome. I'm down for that for sure. Very cool. Sounds like fun. Yeah. We should do that sometime. We should like, uh, well, I was going to say, you, you guys mentioned you use Skype. Um, you should look into Discord because that way it's much easier and people can kind of come in and join and then leave when they want to. It's it's kind of like always up, you know, where it's not like somebody has to call out through Skype to get it started. And um, you just access your app on Discord. The server is already up and running. You just join the server and... Um, you know, like I say, people can jump in and out as they please, and uh, you should have that be your, you know, way of, of doing that, right? Yeah, so. yeah, that, that sounds like a good idea, actually. Chad, yeah, didn't, we... uh, didn't you just put on your headset and you guys could talk? Uh, as far as... Because I had to get off, but I remember you guys were chatting away. I mean, what, it was because you had the headset on, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's because I had the open mic going. So, yeah. Yeah, we weren't yeah. I, we weren't aware. Is Like, if you have an open mic on, like, it'll automatically start, you know, broadcasting your voice in real flight. So other oh, people okay. Can, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Very cool. All right. Well, does anybody want to hear what I've been up to? No? Okay. Yeah. Good. Oh, you did! Dang it! I was hoping to get. I'm out curious. Of this. All right. I'm curious. Well, in perfect Scott fashion, um, I bought a Logo 200, and uh, I took it out. Uh, I had all packs charged up, and I think I made it through 
two and a half minutes, maybe, on the first flight. And I was having to stand in my backyard at a, you know, different angle because of the sun. So I was basically flying towards my other neighbor's house, which who they have a fence. And so I was kind of flying over the fence, you know, whatever kind of thing. But anyway, I'm, I'm trying to get used to this little helicopter. And, um, and so at one point in time, I was doing some like little low hurricanes and I freaking just, I mean, blistered it through her fence. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so it broke the blades, um, broke the tail blade, uh, <laughs> the servo horns. <laughs> uh goodness what else i think that was it and so the servo horns were the ones that i was lacking so i was like well damn it so i i ended up ordering you know quite a few more parts and um and when those got in uh i i flew it a couple more times and i just i, I just can't get into it um i i think everybody has different expectations of when they get you know these little things and um mine was that i wanted to kind of treat it like a little smack bird in the backyard or whatever and um i guess clearly my flying style is just not good because i was i mean it's bogging all the time and you know whatever and stuff and uh i just wasn't having a good time so uh i ended up next bullet basically is uh I ended up uh, messaging Mark Marcus Kim and I said, "Hey, you know, do you want to fly Saturday?" And uh, and he said, "Sure, we'll do this." So we started kind of putting out feelers to see if anybody else wanted to join. And uh, the only person that was able to make it was Chris Nutt. Nice. So I ended up going to his house and picking him up and all his stuff, and we drove out to the sod farm, which is outside of Columbia. And um, we had a heck of a time, and it was awesome. I mean, it was a really good time. And, uh, so Chris, he was like, I've never flown a logo 200. And I was like, Oh, I'm like, you should, you know, it's, it's good stuff. You know, it's pretty fun. And, um, and so he flew it and he was like, wow, he goes, that flies way better than I expected it to. And I was like, well, you're in luck because it's for sale. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, did you just get it? And I'm like, I just don't really have the room for it, man. I was like to kind of do, you know, like really trying to do technical stuff to improve my flying i don't have the room for that but to do it like as a smack bird i can do that i'm like but it's just kind of not really good at that as far as i'm concerned i'm just gotcha. again just my my flying style um they call me heavy hands for a reason so um gotcha. no no nuclear death hurricanes with that thing then huh <laughs> <laughs> oh it gets i mean it moves quick uh, but if you, if you let it free fall and then you try and catch it, you know, uh, it, it, it bogs up pretty good. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And, <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, so yeah, here I'm, you know, trying to make this thing work, but I'm just, I just can't. So anyway, so I told Chris, I was like, yeah, I'm like, what's for sale, you know? And, uh, he's like, huh. And, uh, so we flew our stuff for a little bit, started charging up the packs. He was like, Hey, um. Can we fly that Logo 200 again? I'm like, dude, one the batteries right there, bro. Knock it out, you know? And uh, so he flew it like another two or three times or something. I He probably flew it like three or four times, at least three times. And um, and so the entire time, like I'm behind him with Marcus Kim and I'm, I'm totally like sales pitching him being like, you know, man, looks good. You, you, you look good flying that thing, Chris. You know, it looks good. <laughs> Just <laughs> any little thing I can, you know. And uh, of course, we're dying back there. And uh, so uh, 
it ended up, like I say, it just ended up being the three of us. But it was good because we could kind of, you know, get flights out pretty easily and, you know, stuff like that. And um, I, uh, I brought out the three blade and I brought out the Kraken uh, 700. And uh, the there was a lot of uh, lookers um, with the three blade. Like a lot of the plankers would come over and look at it and, you know, and be like, wow, this thing looks amazing, you know, or whatever. And they'd ask questions and stuff. But um, but I flew the Kraken like, 700 twice. Like how high does it go? And can you put a camera on it? <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah. Uh, all the usuals, you know. And um, but uh, yeah, so it, it, it flies good. Um, and I had a good time with it, but I actually flew the Kraken twice, so I flew it more than, than the other. And uh, we were out there for a while, but uh, you know, eventually we you know we had to head back. And um, so, uh, but it was a good day. It was you know uh, good weather. You know, the wind wasn't terrible. And uh, and of course, when you're you know at a sod farm where it's like 800 acres of just open wide space, you know, I mean, you you pretty much had the run of it. You know, so. Um, it was a good time, but we had we had a great time. So when we got back and I was dropping Chris off, he was like, "How much you want for it?" And so <laughs> I was like, "Man, he really is going to buy this thing," and he did. So he's it's now Chris's. He's got it. <laughs> so I, I bet you're you're just heartbroken over that. Oh yeah, I was I was you know torn, but of uh, yeah. So I think I owned it for all of a week. So you know that's about Scott time frame, right? Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds about right. Yeah, I think it's pretty close. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. Don't get me wrong, but it just—I don't think it was matching quite how I was wanting to use it in my backyard. So uh, I let it go. But um, so none of you guys talked about Black Friday, uh, or maybe you did, but we should talk about that a little bit. Um, I did make some purchases. It was unplanned. I actually had no. I I didn't I wasn't gonna buy anything, and uh, we had already um, personal stuff would be that my wife wanted a new car because she's been driving around this like piece of shit van for I don't know five six years now. Nice. It it looks like trash, and so <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe we should you know get something now. And so she got that, and they were walking through Target, and like there's TVs like littering the floor everywhere. And we've been talking about buying a big TV for, I don't know, like five years. As long as I've known. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, it's so, okay. When you, yeah. When you knew me, I had the old 46, which was an LCD. Like it was like thicker, you know, whatever. <laughs> and that one finally died. And, uh, and this was probably, I don't know, a year ago that it died. And so we've been using this little 32 inch TV for the longest time now. And, uh, and we actually had the 46 inch upstairs so the girls could watch that upstairs, my daughters and, uh, and it died. So then of course they dominate the living room and I'm like, God, we really need to buy a TV. I'm so tired of watching these silly kids shows and whatever, when we get home and, uh, and it just happened. Yeah. We walked in and, you know, five, six years later, we're finally like, okay, well, how much are these things going for? And it was something stupid. Like there was like a 75 inch TV for like seven fifty, And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. So it was like pre Black Friday sales or something. So I ended up getting like a 65 inch TV for like 569. That's crazy. Yeah. They've gotten so cheap nowadays. It's yeah. Unreal. Yeah, yeah, man. They're they're definitely cheaper. So we we actually first set it up last night. <laughs> we've had it we've had it sitting in the garage for about a week now. But um finally got it set up. Uh it's pretty cool. It's pretty nice. Uh I understand what the rage is now. 
But uh, so making those purchases, I really wasn't going to do any hobby stuff. And one night I was asleep and woke up in the middle of the night and I'm like, look at this is over, you know, Thanksgiving weekend, of course. And I start going through, you know, different sites here and there just to kind of see what was going on. And and I, I was really torn because I was like, man, I really would like to get a V2 Spectre. But then again, I'd really have to get that Kraken S. But then again, I'd really like to get, you know, a... Um, another 50 size nitro <laughs> i'm all over the place guys uh but so i happened to be passing a, a main site or something and i saw os 55 you know non-reg and i was like oh huh, i thought those were like hard to come by and so in my like half asleep stupor i was like fuck it and i bought it <laughs> And no. so, oh yeah, yeah, totally. Woke up and I was like, oh shit, I really did do that, didn't I? Well, I guess I'm not getting a Kraken S anymore. And I guess I'm not getting a V2 anytime soon. And so uh, then that's when I made the call to Kyle and I was like, bro, like, send me a 580 Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> so now I've got one of those that actually just showed up today. And, uh, and I'm hoping to have that ready for Winter Bash. But uh, Nice, yeah. nice. So You better. No yeah. I want, hey, you guys mind if I ask a question here? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Kyle. Mm. How are those blades on a nitro? Outstanding. They, uh, they're really good. They don't load up the head a whole lot, so you can get pretty heavy with the collective pitch, and don't worry about it. It doesn't have to be super high head speed like the uh, originals? No. No, I run 1960 on mine. Yeah. These blades are super smooth, man. They're they're mm-hmm. quiet and smooth. I like them. They look great. Yeah. I like them, man. Uh, so they're quiet, huh? They don't let out all kinds of blade bark. No, they're real quiet. You can you can bang on them back and forth. They make some noise, but they're not nearly as loud as like Switch or the old SAB, where they're they're pretty efficient. Gotcha. Sad sad Scott Graham noises. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Poor I happen Scott. to love all that blade bark. I I think it's awesome, but. Um, I mean, I'm always open to trying a new blade, man. And for me right now, the Rototex seem to be my go-to for anything Nitro 700. So that's why I was asking. I'm, I'm ready to try something else. Yeah. yeah be those, are, those are nice blades. Don't get me wrong. But um, I think these new SAB blades would be, uh, be pretty nice. It'd be a nice switch. Nice. And yeah. then, Kyle, I mean, are they planning, you think, like including those in kits moving forward? uh yeah yeah that's the plan everything going forward will have this this new line they're doing all the different designs for the different uh sizes right now so definitely be the the way to go forward here soon nice good deal yep yeah they're very cool sick yeah so uh that was basically all i had i spent way too much money and um thank god i have such a great friend like kyle you know Got that card on file, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's got all our cards on file. Yeah, he. I'll, I'll say, hey, man, I'm thinking about a 580. And all of a sudden, like, and my phone goes, ding. And I'll look at the email. It says invoice. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, damn, they really took my money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of what happened with the Kraken S for me. I, I wasn't really like gunning for it. It looked nice. I was like, oh, it looks nice. And then the next thing you know, it's like, let's get cracking asses. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Send it. It's a nice looking <laughs> heli, man. It's a really good looking heli. Yeah. I'm stoked. So, yeah, but I, uh, I, I 
was it you, Gucci, I was talking to? I don't know. I was talking to somebody. I think it was Gucci, but I just, um, don't get me wrong. I like 700 nitros, but there's just something about a 600. It, it's always been that way for me, like when it comes to nitro. So, um, I'm pretty damn stoked to uh, have another 50 class again. So, nice. Are you, are you actually going to run it like stretched? Versus the 580 configuration? Um, eventually, I might. Uh, I've flown them both, 570 blade as well as uh, 603. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I, to be honest, it flies just as good on the 570 blade as it does with the 603. The only difference is is that you just don't get as much hang time at the bottom. Gotcha. Yeah, I was actually surprised when I got my 580 of like how I was expecting it to have a little bit of like a that heavier disc loading, you know, characteristic on it. Mm-hmm. And man, that thing just it felt light, light on the sticks. I was yeah. surprised. Plus, yeah. I love the fact that you can get almost nine minutes on a tank on that thing. Right, right. Yeah, the the 580 electric, I, I started out with the 570 blades and Scott and I both, we were flying it back to back and I was like, God, man, this thing actually feels really good even on this blade, like it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't have me saying, man, I really wish I had, you know, a 600 blade. Like it flies really good. Uh, the only difference is, is that when you're bringing it in, you know, it, it loses its steam, you know, at the bottom, like where you, you, you got to land it. You know, there's no hang time like you get with a 600 blade, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, I remember when Todd Dudek came out with, with the 580 nitro, he had the YS in it. And dude, he was running a little bit lower head speed, and he was pushing twelve minutes on a tank. That's it. Crazy. Was like he was like, let me <laughs> let's piss off all the, right. all the electric guys, you know. And yeah. he's like, let me see how long I could fly it. Before. It's like gasser territory. I'd be like, all right, yeah. Todd. Yeah, I'm falling asleep <laughs> over here, Todd. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think I average about about eight and a half on mine. That's a safe, safe area. Yeah. And that's with 600 blade? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't run it. You just got to, you can't run it really like hot on the, on the head speed, you know? Yeah. Just totally. bringing down, uh, you know, a notch or two and you'd be fine. You, you'd be able to get, and it's still like Chance was saying, it's like, it still feels light, you know, like it, even if you reduce the head speed a little bit, it's, you know, still manageable. It's like, not like it doesn't fly heavy by any means. Right. You know? Well, I know they fly amazing. I, for me, I mean, the 580 electric and nitro both, I mean, that was like, that thing's just the holy grail, man. Like, th- those things fly so damn good. And uh, not speaking badly of any others, but that they just they nailed it out of the park with that one. They really did. Yeah, yeah, and no, I agree 100%. So. I loved my 580 Nitro. I kind of wish I still had it, but uh, I think I had, a, I had a servo wire come out on my Kraken and plowed that son of a bitch straight into the asphalt, and there was Ooh. nothing left. I mean, even there was even a servo that blew up and from the from the from the impact, and I ended up having to sell the um, the five eighty to fix the Kraken. Wow! So that sucked, but yeah, nothing survives asphalt, though. Let's be honest. Oh hell no! <laughs> yeah, that's how my flying field is too, man. And it's uh, I've seen uh, many of uh, Goblin transmission plates actually bent before. <laughs> oh yeah. Now I'm special. I can I can rainbow the shit out of those over a grass runway, but that's because I'm special. So 
But yeah, Gregor McGrath, a long time ago, he told me a story about how he flew a Velocity 50 over asphalt and, uh, and he got too low with it. And he was like, dude, he goes, there was nothing, nothing left because it hit pavement. Man, confetti. <laughs> <laughs> so. And then, if it, and then if it does kind of survive and you fix everything, you're left with these gnarly scratches in the metal, in the carbon or whatever that didn't break. You know, it's just gouged up for life. Right. True, true. So yeah, yeah. For me, I don't fly over asphalt anymore. I don't care what the circumstances are. I won't even fly it if that's the case. Like, for me, it's got to be over dirt or grass. Right, right. I think I think the only pro that asphalt has going for it is the fact that you really don't have to clean any dirt off of it. <laughs> right. That's about it. True. Yeah, I know SAB blades, the old ones, they'll bounce off a of pavement. <laughs> yeah, only for you, Kevin. Only for you. <laughs> oh, man, those blades had like nine lives. It was great. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, let's move it along. Uh, what do we have here? Kyle, are you going to take over for us? You going to do Me? it for us? Yeah, you can do uh, it. Come on. Yeah. Hold on. Right I was not right in the mental I was not in the mental state for this. All right. Well, I'll let you compose yourself and get into character and when you're ready, sir. Okay, okay. Hold on. What is hot? Man. Oh, nice. Man. Scott is fired. He is so uh, fired. That, that had some spice behind it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott Graham, what? Do, do I get a bonus now? Mm. Yeah, you're a freaking bonus. Yeah. Check is in the mail. Check in the mail. Tomorrow. That's right. All right, cool. Yeah. Cool. You have my credit card on file. Just do what you got to. <laughs> <sighs> so, real quick, uh, so- before we jump into the news, real quick. Sorry, um, I I don't know the the specifics, uh, but the reason Scott is not here, just so everybody knows, uh, is because he is working third shift. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't know if it's going to be one, two, three shows. I have no idea. I, I, I forget exactly what he said. Uh, but uh, so he might be absent for at least this show and the next show. I'm not sure. Hopefully the next show he'll be back. But I again, I'm, I'm not sure his his schedule. Um, but uh, anyway, that's where he is. And uh, Gooch, let's see what we got for uh, Voti's Hot. Uh, we got gas. Yeah. yeah. How about that? You know, not the bad gas, but the, the real uh, G-Fangs conversion kit pricing is out. Did you guys it's actually see that? not bad. No. So the conversion kit for a V2, uh, XL Power V2, is $539.99. And then the V1 conversion kit to turn into a gasser is $509.99. For the Spectre, yeah. For the Spectre, that's so. Yes, that's right. Let's stop for just a moment because I I need to be uh, in, under the understanding of who's behind all of this and whatever. I I know Sherman is behind it, but does anybody have like the full background of like how this got started, who's running it, who's selling it, that kind of stuff? Do we know? I think it's Sherman and one person overseas, isn't it? Is it? I, is I don't that, know. Stamping out all the he, stuff. I think so. And then Sherman is, you know, kind of rep in the States or he's part owner of the Endeavor, you know, joint. I see. You know, but I don't, that's the thing is like, I don't think anyone knows the real, you know, deal behind G things. Right. You know, 
So, but I find it very interesting that it's, it's, you know, gas, especially after we saw the uh, Bob from Mexico fly the RCHO. Uh, gases have come a long way, you know, add them to next to Ben Stork and the line stuff that he flies out west, you know, like I'm telling you, it's an interesting, it's shaping up to be, uh, you know, a contender. The gas will contend with nitro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I still can't get over the cat and heat noise. I, I just can't do it. Yeah, but. that that freaking pipe is just atrocious. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that that uh, I think it was, was a, it oh, quick the quick draw, draw pipe. Yeah, yeah quick mm-hmm. draw pipe. Yeah, they make power, man. But yeah, that that sound is something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one loud motherfucker, man. You can't <laughs> like, what is that? You right. Know what I mean, but it's badass. We were just at the rodeo. And uh, Doug Darby and Ben, they, you know, they fly that uh, T-Rex gasser. And right. I, I mean, they, pun- Ben punishes the shit out of that thing. And it just keeps on taking it. So, I mean, it's amazing and watching him fly that thing. It's great. And yeah. it's every bit of the same power, if not, maybe a little bit more of nitro. Well, it's, it's reverse thinking because basically the, what I've heard for, for both Ben and, um, uh, Sherman's when when Bob from Mexico flew it, is he said they he was like keep it loaded the entire time. So that being said, you know normally you don't keep gassers loaded. You know what I mean? And um, well, well, my only the only downfall to that is there's not a lot of people out there that can fly loaded. The right, entire right. So like, what about the guy who but you know who gets into that who can't keep it loaded? He's not going to have. He's not going to really like, you know, ear to ear smile, whatever, 2400, whatever he's running that thing on. Um, so, I mean, I guess that guy wouldn't get the quick draw pipe then, right? So, right, right. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, way to look at it because you're right. There, I mean, even among not pro pilots, but people who fly pretty well these days, like not all of them, you're right. Not all of them can do loaded the entire time. No, you know, fuck no, you know. There, there's some badass pilots out there, but I mean, loaded. The, when I hear loaded the whole time, I think of Tim exactly whipping around with his nitro, or or you the way you're sticking those hurricanes in, man. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> you know. But I mean, are you gonna do a hurricane for the whole flight with a gasser? You're gonna fucking get dizzy and fall out. Right, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> freaking pass out before your freaking 20 minute tank is out that's right Shit. that's right 12 minutes of freaking dizzy yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's just it i find it interesting and i don't know if you guys keep it uh and we'll talk about it so the the other thing that i have here gas related is the blackout mods is putting out some new uh air filter designs like the cage around the air filter and he's doing all sorts of different materials for some of the shrouds for gas motors and all sorts of stuff so it's you know and it's nice stuff you know that's the thing and not nothing that g things did or blackout does none of it looks like an afterthought it's it's legit it looks like it belongs in that you know right in, in as a gasser you know so it's it's pretty pretty interesting because i think eventually you know when we literally have because i'll fly nitro until i can't get nitro right um but the idea behind it is like eventually if we can't 
get nitro anymore, it would be nice to be able to go to a gas room. Yeah. You sure. know? Yeah, so. I agree, man. It's, it's it's always kind of scary to think about that, but it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. It's like, if I have to not fly as much nitro, then that's all I have to do because it's too expensive. But, you know, the only way I would say that I would go to gasser is, you know, if the, I can't get nitro, period. Yeah. You know? I would be totally lost with a gasser, too, in terms of tuning. Because uh, mm-hmm. Sherman did a video. I watched one of his videos. He was like, he goes, I'm sorry, guys. Like, it's a little bit rich. And I'm like, dude, that thing sounds like it's cranking. I'm like, it doesn't sound rich at all to me. So, I, yeah, I'm completely lost when it comes to understanding what's lean, what's rich. I have no idea. Yeah, it's a whole new animal. You got to gotta start all over again. That's right. Yeah, then there was uh, another hot thing that I saw uh, was that do-it-yourself RC Haley onboard alternator mm. that charges your battery, your receiver battery pack. Let's say you see you. I've only seen it on gassers. Yeah. Um, you know, some. I think his name is Ahmad Kassem or something along those lines. He. He, he, you know, he just posted like, "Hey, do it yourself," and you know, it's got a board, it's got a brushless motor, and it just keeps on charging. So you technically would never have to charge your light bulb battery. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Can you mention so, the IRs? Yeah. <laughs> well, the the cool thing about it, I think, some of these not only charges the battery, but it also provides power. Right. So even let's say if your battery craps out, you potentially still have power. As long as the motor spins and that alternator is being, you know, is producing power. Right. You know, so that those are interesting things that I kind of saw. Um, but there's something, something juicy that Adam brought up. You know, he, he's being very, uh, you know, uh, keeping the information close, you know, behind closed doors. But something juicy, something nitro goodness is coming. With more power, dot dot dot, a lot more power. Yeah. Adam, That's any, it. Any, any, That's any it. clues? Is it motor related? Is it kit related? What are we talking about here? It's nitro related. Nitro. Okay. So, who uh, can you tell us who you're partnering with? Can you divulge that at all, or no? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> just, just want the masses to know that something's coming. Okay. That's it. That's it. All, all, you know, all I'm going to say is that um, there's not many options out there. There's going to be an option coming and it's going to be fucking awesome. Okay. And uh, cool. if you're excited about Nitro and you love flying Nitro, things are going to get a lot better. Nice. Mm. And that's it, man. Um, I can't talk about I mean, I think I've already said too much. But, okay. you know, other than that, I can't say anything else because, you know, I was asked not to really, not to really even go there, but it's not, it won't be long and um, it's going to be amazing. That's all. Okay. okay. So what should we, turbos are coming. Got it. So what should we, <laughs> where should we keep an eye on? Like, oh, you, when, you, oh uh, when this, when this information, when it hits, you'll know. Okay. All you got to okay. do is just just keep doing what you're doing. Open up your phone, look at Facebook every now and then. It's coming, and uh, you'll know right away. Nice. Exactly. Hmm. All right. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. 
Oh, Kyle, come on, man. I think Kyle knows exactly what I'm talking about. And okay, yeah, yeah. He's, he's probably not going to talk too much either. And um, So is it like boats and hoes? Nitro style? Don't know. Pre- prestige Can't worldwide. Know. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fight Club. Because uh, now I'm intrigued. So just keep an eye out. Something hot is coming. Okay. Got yep. It. Sounds good. Okay. And that's kind of all I had, really. Um, right. Not a lot going going on, but Kyle, you got anything else? I will next time. Okay. Mm. All right. More hotness. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see, let's have at least one bullet next show. <laughs> at least one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't wait for next show. I hope he doesn't bail on us. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and uh, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, this is Frank Moradeos, aka Way Less Doritos. I'm really grateful to be the new Maniacs USA team manager. And I'm really excited to have the opportunity to be working with some of the very best pilots in the world, such as Duncan Balsian, 2019 Global 3D Champion CD, as well as Aaron Wolf and Ramis Jacobson, to just name a few. When you're performing at this level, you certainly need the latest in light technology with the most comprehensive warranties and one of the best crash replacement programs in the industry. Maniacs provides a huge variety of packs from 2S up to 14S with multiple C ratings ranging from 35C to 70C, which caters to everyone's needs and budgets. The best part of Baniacs is their LiPos come with a one year from purchase date manufacturer warranty, free of manufacturer defects. In addition to a six month crash replacement program of 30% off MSRP, six months from the purchase date. These batteries can be found at ManiacsUSA.com. Hope to see y'all at the next event. Welcome back, everybody. We have a very special guest tonight. As previously mentioned, we have Adam and Chance from uh, the West Coast side. So uh, we're going to get to know these guys, and uh, we want to kind of dig into some of their fun flies and learn what they do out there. And, uh, yeah, we're going to see see who these guys are. So why don't we start with Chance. First of all, thank you again, Chance, for coming on. And uh, let's start with you, buddy. Where are you from? So I'm uh, originally born and raised here in Yuma, Arizona. Yuma. So Yuma. It's a small town between Phoenix and uh, San Diego, California. Nice. Okay. Nothing but oh. desert. Pretty much. And cacti. Don't forget the cacti. 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 Iguanas. Yeah. Dude, it was so. Yep. Yep. It was. It was so cool to drive from Phoenix to Prescott and see all the cacti. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. Matters. It was pretty impressive. Man, you know, it's actually like a, it's like a, it's, you can actually, I think it's like a state offense where you can actually go to jail if you move like a saguaro cactus. Like you actually get some serious jail time for that. Really? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, state protected. Just, just random fact out there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. So what do you do, Chance? Uh, for work, uh, I work for a company called Audio Equipment. 
Um, we're basically one of the largest John Deere dealerships for construction and ag machines. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Yuma is pretty much a pretty big uh, agricultural town. Um, and in the division I work in, I deal a lot with the machine automation. So, um, you know, these tractors, they pretty much steer, steer and uh, operate themselves. And you just got the operator kind of just babysitting everything. So I work on all the GPS and laser guidance systems on all the machines and then also set up job sites for the construction application for motor graders, dozers, excavators. Um, so I've been doing that for about almost 10 years now. Oh, wow. I just want to point awesome. out that you sound nothing like Andy. Oh, yeah, I know. Just right? saying. Just wanted to point that <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always get a kick out of uh, his uh, his bean farming adventures lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's Andy? Andy Ross. Yeah, Andy Ross from Freefall, the podcast. Uh, you don't listen to those guys? I can't say that I have. Jeez. Good. Man. Don't listen to them. <laughs> Man, I was going to go totally the opposite way. And Daniel's like, fuck those guys. <laughs> wow. Man, I keep hearing about this trash suck talk going back and forth. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's only me. Oh, oh Lord. Good. And I'm the one that goes, you should listen to other, you know, podcasts. Right. At the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I definitely listen to those guys. I love those guys too, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to switch it up to Adam? Give him those two yeah. same questions. Yeah, let's do that. Do it. Okay, Adam. So welcome to the show. We appreciate uh, giving us the time, but uh, we wanted to hit you with the same two questions. Where are you from and what do you do? Uh, originally born and raised in Fresno, California. And uh, about fuck about 13 years ago now i moved to los angeles and uh now i'm i'm living here in los angeles and uh i'm a construction superintendent we build i work for a company called dreyfus construction uh we build affordable housing buildings and so um my projects usually consist of about 60 to 80 units and uh the new trend now is is uh subterranean parking a storefront and then a big podium and then uh, a lot of uh, probably 60 to 80 units of wood framing on top and um it's booming out here man um that's all there is going on out here is construction everywhere you look everywhere you see, you see a big crane up uh, i've been in the industry now for about eight years and um i love every bit of it man um I don't know if you guys how familiar you are with construction, but uh, you know the superintendent basically runs the show. You know, we uh, whenever you go to a big site, you usually see a little trailer on the side, and and then the trailer there's all the guys pulling the strings on the job, and that's pretty much what I do, man. Um, nice, love it. Wouldn't trade it for anything. And uh, guys, the limit with this, man. We're uh, I'm, I'm in between projects right now, so I got a lot of fly time on my hands. I've been I just finished a project called Ashley Willowbrook about, oh, shit, man. It's been like two months now. That was a, uh, I think it was 42 units of affordable housing in Compton. So um glad to be out of that neighborhood, but that building came out pretty sweet. But 
our next project starts December uh, 15th, something like that. We break ground right in uh, Boyle Heights, East LA. My next project's called La Guadalupe, and that's going to be 58 units. Uh, a brand spanking new building. There used to be a gas station there. And we start demo on about a good week and a half. And that's going to be about an 18th month project. So nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I'm a contracting officer for construction projects for the VA, the Department of Veteran Affairs. So I deal, I deal a lot with uh, superintendents. <laughs> Tell me how's it going? What's your problems? What 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 do we need to fix? <laughs> right. So no, it's 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 crazy in California. I have quite a few projects in California, anything from Sacramento down towards Martinez and all other places, Fresno, a couple of design builds. It's it is booming, costly. You know, nothing is cheap anymore, especially when it comes to construction, especially right now with all the labor and material shortages. You know? Oh my God, we uh, we just got hit with a three hundred dollar three hundred thousand dollar escalation fee for the steel for our soldier piles, mm-hmm. and uh, that was that's like it, it's gone up that much in one year, man. It's crazy. Steel is crazy mm-hmm. expensive right now. Yeah, crazy. it is crazy. But yeah, let's get into the fun stuff, Kevin. Yeah, let's what do, do it. Think? Um. Well, Chance, uh, let's get dig back on you. Uh, how did you get into the hobby, sir? Like, what what got you started? Man, so um, I wish I could say it was the typical mall kiosk helicopter that got me into it, but that's not the case. Um, for me, it actually, uh, I remember I was just cruising around Facebook, and I stumbled upon a video um, of a guy flying an RC helicopter, you know, in a park. And guy was all just taking it up, and um, you know, then I saw him, you know, start doing, you know, a bunch of 3D maneuvers on it. And I was like, "There's no way that's real. Like, it's 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 humanly impossible for someone to pilot something like that fast and that good." And of course, I did some more research and stuff, and I was like, "Holy crap! It's like it's it's real. You know, like there are people out there that can actually pilot it like that." And you know, just going back and forth, and you know. And I uh, walked into my local hobby shop and uh, just started with the whole helicopter route and got, I think my first helicopter was a, a Blade MCPX, like one of the first ones. Oh, wow. And this was back in 2012, I believe. Okay. Yeah, 2012. Yeah. Um, and learned how to hover, you know, nose in, side in. Then life happened, um, had to quit the hobby for a few years and, uh, actually got back into it January of 2017. So, okay. um, then I had to basically learn how to hover again and, and just progress all my way up to where I'm at now. Very cool. That's pretty much it's similar to kind of my path. I started 2012, took a hiatus, and we came back, what, about 2017, 2016-ish. Late 2016, yeah. I think it was, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So, um, and then, of course, you know, made the mistake that everybody that gets into the hobby, start buying everything you see, you know. <laughs> so, start buying different models and, you know, different helicopters and parts. And then, you know, before you know it, you start getting overwhelmed with repairs, fixing them, maintenance, um, 
So and that's where I just kind of up recently learned how to kind of dial that back and that urge to get like every single new thing out there and just kind of just focus on what you got and actually concentrate on getting better. So that's my new goal um, rolling into this year. Pretty nice. Cool. That's like a good it. goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least try to. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good goal. Until the next new fucking thing comes out, then he's going to be like, hey, did you see that? Yep. Yeah, that thing's looking good. <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah, feels that's... like it feels like at least once a month, I'm like, freaking damn it, SAB. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> they're, they're killing it, dude. They're killing it. They're giving people the options, and you know, yep. that's what works. They do. Mm-hmm. Well, Chan, speaking of helis, what is in your fleet right now? Uh, so... I have probably about 10 models, um, some flying, some aren't. Most of them are just kind of like in a bare airframe state. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a Goblin Fireball. Um, and then I also have a Kraken 700 Nitro. And I have a Raw 700 Electric, a Raw 700 Nitro. Um, and then another one new in the box, you know, just on standby. And uh, I got a Goblin 700 Kyle Stacy edition. What? Oh, yeah, so OG nice. right there. And last but not least, I also have a Synergy N7 Nitro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You, you starting a museum? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's some some relics that somebody in the future is going to dig up. I'm like, what the hell is this thing? Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Nice. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Adam? Um, how did you get into the hobby? Oh man, this one's cr- um. So I don't know. I think it was probably seven years ago now. Um. Me and my kid's mom, my ex, we were, we were, it was around Christmas time and we were strolling through the mall and off in a distance, I see a little fucking helicopter come up and come straight down. I'm like, whoa, what's going on over there? Right. And, 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 uh, and sure as shit. So we walk up and it's this guy, he's got this little booth in the middle of the mall and he has these, those little coaxial, uh, uh, tw- it was a $20 little helicopter, but I thought it was the coolest freaking thing ever. And it has the four blades that work against each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you can only spin the tail. It didn't like, it didn't do anything, but fly forward and backward and like spin the tail to get it to turn. But I had to have it. Right. So she bought me one and I bought two. Of them. And, um, I took that thing home and I mastered it and I, I just, I was blown away. I mean, you could see all the little gears in there moving around and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I, I would, I think I, if I remember correctly, it had a little, uh, a little charger that you plug into your, your USB and it took like, I don't know, like a half hour, 45 minutes to charge. So I would fly them until they're dead, charge them and just complete the cycle all day. It's like, whenever I could fly it, I was flying it. And um, I think I broke him and warm out the guy in the mall. The season's over, so he's gone. And so I, I'm like, 
I'm, you know, uh, I find a hobby shop here called Hobby People, and I go in there, and I'm thinking I'm gonna, you know, if they got the same one, I'm gonna buy the same one. I just, I, I, I needed to have it. You know, I was so hooked on it, and um, I look, I go in there, and they have a bunch of helicopters, nothing like, you know, what we know, seven hundred shit like that. But it was, uh, I think the one that stuck out to me was a, a little helicopter called the Wasp, and um. I think it was a little three. It was a little six channel. I remember it saying 3D on the box, and it was like four hundred fifty dollars. Had the transmitter in it, and I wanted to buy it. And the guy was like, um, "Have you ever flown six channel?" I'm like, "No, just I think three is what I'm working with now." And uh, he's like, "Well, I, I would recommend you buy a simulator." And I was like, "Well, how much is a simulator?" He's like, uh, "Like two hundred bucks." I'm like, "Nah, I'm good. Just sell me the helicopter, right?" So, so uh, I take the bird home and and um, I charge it up, and you know, <laughs> I where I made the mistake is I tried to fly it in the garage, and so I get this thing two inches off the air, and it just starts drifting to the right, and it slams straight into the wall, and it's dead. And it's broken into pieces, and I'm freaking out. Fuck, oh, man. man, what the hell? So I take it back the next day, see if they got parts for it or whatever. And and uh, he was like, "Yeah, man, I recommended you know you buy the sim if you if you written if you really want to get into this." So I bought another wasp, and I bought the sim. And um, I I remember getting the real flight going, and and I thought that was the coolest thing ever next to. Uh, the little heli I just bought. So I, I lived on that thing for a year and I flew on real flight for a year before I bought my first, you know, decent little bird. And then, um, I think the bird I bought next was a, a blade 450 X. And, um, man, when I got that thing in the air, it was, it was, I was comfortable. I, I, I could fly, I could hover. And uh, I think I hit a couple flips on like the first or second flight, and the rest is history. Like every chance I got to fly, all I wanted to do was go to the park and fly, 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 fly. And then um, I met, I think I went back to that same hobby shop looking for something else, and I seen a flyer for LA3D. And I'm like, what's this? He's like, there's a fun fly coming. I'm like, what's a fun fly? And he's like, oh, man, if, you, if you're digging it, you should go check it out, right? And so, and it happened to be like, I, w- I went in on a Thursday, and it was going to go down on Friday. And I was like, fuck it, I'll go. And, and, uh, and it was funny, man, because I got there super early, like, I don't know, like 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> and and uh, there was already a bunch of people there. And I remember um, there was a there was a registration line, and I got in the registration line, and they're like, well, "What are you flying?" I'm like, "I'm not flying. I'm just here to watch." And they're like, "Wow, you ain't got to pay to watch. Just have a seat, you know. Mm-hmm. Come hang out." And uh, I was ready to pay the registration fee just to come, just to you know, be a part of it. And um, I seen my first 700 there, and I I think it was Sergio. Sergio, he had, he owns a pure. It was Piro Flip RC here, and he flew that thing. And I, I saw my first inverted hurricane and TikToks and shit, and I was blown away. And that for me, it was like the beginning of something new and awesome. And I never ever 
would have thought I would be, you know, the the guy flying that thing because you know I just it just seemed like like how is he doing that like right how the fuck is he doing that right now and I just never thought I would get there man and here mm-hmm. we are a few short you know five six years later and um, I got six seven hundreds hanging off the wall and they're all nitros and <laughs> and it's all like it's all i can think about man and and you know what to be honest with you guys it hasn't it hasn't let up at all the spending money part and buying new shit i'm kind of shying away from that like chance was talking about because um i don't know if you guys know this or not but you can actually get with paypal i've I, all my heli transactions have been through paypal and you can get with paypal and see you know how much you've spent with them and i made that mistake last year oh, terrible idea terrible yeah, idea. i've done it don't do it anybody out there don't do it dude i have spent already 55 grand what? on helicopter shit in seven and years god yeah and oh, that's yeah. that's and easy. that's just you know Oh, something on rc buy sell trade came up oh that looks cool i want that you know and i I've bought so much crap and uh, I don't have any of it no more. Now I just have the stuff that's running and I've, you know, and you know, you don't, you don't get to sell these for what you paid for them. It just doesn't work that way. Of course. And this is, you know, fuel and everything, like everything heli related. I've spent way too much money. And uh, now I, I, you know, I I know what I want. I just want to buy nitro. And uh, I don't need to have every new model that comes out. I don't need to have, you know, one of everything. Now I just need to have, I think four. For me, four is a good number. I've got six airframes hanging on the wall, but um, two of them are just backups. I, I you know, because I've always had the N7, and I love the N7. And I have two twin N7s right now. One's got a, a Speed 91, and the other one has an OS HZR. And those are like my forever birds, right? When I when I first got into the N7, and there was just a little hint of you know parts were going to be short, I started buying everything up. People were posting little parts lots, I would buy them. Um, good buddy of mine, Sam Gamo, was getting out of the N7. I bought his N7, and, and then he blessed me with like a fucking huge bag full of brand new parts. I got all kinds of cool shit. So, and then um, I have another airframe that I just bought the other day, an N7. So, that's just in case one goes in, I don't have to worry about fixing it because I got a fresh airframe hanging on the wall. You know what I mean? And uh, my other two birds are, are a black nitro and a raw nitro. And for me right now, my favorite go-to bird of all time is the black nitro i i just i love it i love everything about it i love the way it looks with the canopy on i love the way it looks with the canopy off but you know get me wrong the raw is no slouch right it's it's great but just the black nitro for me is where it's at and it's a, um it's a classic man for sure it's a classic for sure and, and uh i i, I I recently tore it up a couple times and um, I found a guy, he shot me a good deal. And the last time I crashed it, I just barely, barely had enough parts to rebuild it. And I've got one carbon frame on one side and one G10 on the other side. I call it two frame. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's it's, fine. It's, That's fine. It's, it's an awesome bird, man. I, 
I mean, uh, the boom's a little beat up, but you know, these booms, they break off and you can put them back on and it's, it's like, wow. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It. Adam, run, run us through your, your fleet right now, top to bottom. What do you fly on a regular basis and, and which one's your favorite? Well, the favorite is the black nitro. It's, it's just the one for me. I love everything about it. Um, I have a black nitro. I got the raw nitro red canopy. And then the two N7s, and that's uh, that's my fleet right now. I used to have, I used to have a bunch of electrics, but you know what? For me, man, um, it's all about the nitro. The le- the electrics are just too powerful for me, and mm-hmm. they're too fast. Like I am not, I don't have that 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 fast hand eye coordination. Um, I don't, you know, a lot of people, I know I talk a lot of shit online about people flying like pussies cause they're flying out a little far, but I don't fly close myself because, uh, you know, somebody showed me a picture of Roman back when I started flying and that stuck with me and it yeah. always stuck with me forever. And now I like, even to this day, I'm way more confident. I can fly, I can, you know, put on a, you know, I go to a field and, and there's always that one guy like, wow, that thing was great. How do you do that? You know, I could, I could, I do all right. You know, I'm not no badass pilot by any means, but, um, I'm good enough to make some noise and, and, and have some fun out there. But, um, the electrics are just way too fast, way too powerful. And I just don't get that fix from the electric helicopters chance. You know, we were at the rodeo the other day. So, oh yeah, I might go for a flight on the, electric raw or whatever you want and i'm like mm, i'm all right <laughs> i just <laughs> right. Uh, i don't have i don't have that burning desire to fly electric anymore um my last electric was a synergy uh 696 and i probably flew that thing seven times and then i just stopped flying it it just hung on the wall and i finally got rid of it and um I ended up selling all my packs and selling everything electric. And I just said, fuck it. I'm going all nitro. Nice. Nice. Hey, Chance, um, what is your favorite helicopters in your, or maybe that you've had in the past or currently? What, what's your favorite? Man, that's, uh, that's kind of a tough question to answer. Um, I would have to say like one of my favorite, I guess, you know, including the past, one of my favorite helicopters uh, would have been my uh, my Goblin, my 700 Drake. Um, you know, just uh, that was like one of the helicopters that I really started feeling like connected to and mm. actually progressed a lot off of that model. Um, but and as far as like my current favorites um, would definitely have to be the uh, the Goblin Raws, man, you know, both electric and nitro. Um, it's just, for me, it's like the raw is pretty universal. It flies really good, low head speed. Um, so that way, if you want to stretch out your packs, you can and put in some good practice with them. Um, and I mean, yeah, they, they rip pretty good on, on high head speed too, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and yeah, I mean, I just, I just love the simplicity of the raw. They're fast to fix, um, easy to work on. Um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much it. I'd have to say uh, the Raw is my favorite right now as far as new helicopters are concerned. Nice. Yeah, I, I was always a big fan of the Drake, too. That was uh, 
that was the the first one that just really reeled me in you know yeah yeah definitely i definitely love the scheme on that one too just that bright orange it shows up in pretty much any kind of weather right right Mm -hmm. but speaking about favorite what about let's move it on to favorite fun flies for you guys chance adam man uh my favorite fun fly would have to be the southwest heli rodeo um yeah reason saying is that was my very first legit fun fly that i've ever been to um mind this was in 2017 when i first started getting back into the hobby um it was in november so i had about i'd say 10 eight months of catching up you know learning how to fly and i was pretty confident now you know i was able to do like you know forward circuits and stuff like that you know inverted hovering um and that was like my first time actually seeing like a pro pilot fly and i was just like holy crap this is crazy (laughs) um yeah i think my very first pro pilot that i saw fly that year was uh ben stork oh the man yeah, it was just it was just out of control, man. And it was a night flight too, because we ended up getting there in the afternoon and I was just like, This is hardcore. I don't know how how we can fly it so fast and aggressively at night. It just just blew my mind. Um and that was a great year, man. I think in twenty seventeen we had uh I wanna say it was I wanna say it was Mitch Morosis was there, Ben Stork. Um I'm trying to think who else. Doesn't Nick go to all of them? Nick Maxwell? Yeah, I think yeah, Nick Maxwell was there. Um was Kyle Dahl there? Uh I don't think Kyle Dahl was there that year. I think he was there in twenty eighteen. Uh I think that's the year you attended, Kyle. I think that was the first time I met you and Bert. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty eighteen was like a killer year. That's when like everybody was there and then they had the uh um was it the 50 50 challenge is that the year mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was that, that was, was just a ruthless challenge cool. man <laughs> yeah being able to see like pros being brought down to like more near motor levels as far as like crashing it was fantastic that's awesome <laughs> but yeah yeah for sure the southwest heli rodeo uh, you know I always make it every year and you know it's a pretty good it's a, probably one of the biggest fun flies in the southwest um, so that's for sure my favorite. What about you, Adam? Oh, favorite fun fly. Well, I got to say that the the rodeo. I have a special place for the rodeo too because that fucking thing always lands on my birthday weekend. So it's like a big party, you know. Every time the rodeo comes up. Um, but my favorite fun fly to date is got to be the Ken Marshall fun fly. Um, I think he's only had one, but it ended up being badass, and um, I can't wait to get back there. What made it Ken different? Mark- What's that? What made it different? The the environment, the vibe. Ken Marshall, man, he's just like a awesome, awesome guy to know, and he has this big ass ranch with horses on it, and a big, beautiful mansion, and all kinds of cool shit, hmm. and um, that was the first fun fly I went to, where you go take a shit, 
and you're surrounded in beautiful <laughs> tile, not a fucking porta potty. Nice. And you got yourself a, a <laughs> got it. There's a, there, you know, he's got a nice place, man. And um, if you got to go to the bathroom, there's an actual golf cart that you can just jump in there and go take a trip to the bathroom or go for a cruise around the ranch, whatever, you know, whatever you're feeling at that moment. Um, and I know that, uh, he's super passionate about having a lot of people over there too, you know, and it's just the, the vibe in the air is what made that one so good for me. That's awesome. So you, you feel welcomed, right? It's not like you're going to a place where you don't, you feel like you're stepping on people's toes all the time, right? Yeah, there was definitely uh, the welcoming vibe, but I mean, it's more like the camaraderie and the food was off the hook. And, um, you know, it's just all the stars aligned and everything was perfect for that event. Um, you know, the this this year, the rodeo was really good. Don't get me wrong, but there was a definite notice in a shortage of heads, you know. There wasn't a lot of people there like there was the last couple of rodeos. And, um, you know, the guys that were there were, are just the diehards, you know, who are just as passionate about it as I am. So the people who should have been there were there. Um, and it was a good fun fly. The guys did something special for my birthday. They cooked ribs and had a little, they, you know, cake and happy birthday and all that shit. So it was good, man. It was a great turnout. Nice. Um, we got a lot. We got a couple fun flies here. We got the buzzing the borders, a good one. Uh, Palomar is always really good fun fly. That one was really good this year. That we had, I think, I think over a hundred registered pilots. So, oh, wow. it was a good fun fly. Yeah, and you know what? All thanks to that is due to Chris Wilson. He pounded the hell out of that thing online. Like every sponsor every hint of new information he's posting about it and sharing it on every single heli outfit out there so like he was shoving it down everybody's throat and it worked because it, it was a great turnout i think uh big frank even made it out to that one that's right. Oh, right. I did see yeah. him it's it's where uh <laughs> uh your best friend kyle decided to destroy frank's heli <laughs> i remember that yeah yeah the tail oh the, yeah, the, Ms. yeah mr aj <laughs> yeah <laughs> saw that classic uh, classic what a chance any any events out west that you've never been to that you're really gonna try to make in the next couple of years man so i've pretty much been sticking to like the southern west um fun flies um i think the the farthest north i've traveled would have been um to that selena's fun fly um and i think that was like eight or nine hours for me um but i've always wanted to you know hit up like you know um the northwest fun flies right right um you know because you know i used to listen to rchn 2.0 um a lot and i'd always hear about like snohomish um you know and some of those other fun is it still even a thing though you know what i mean like in terms of numbers like is it still a big fun fly do you know or i'm not sure i mean mean? yeah yeah, that's true um but yeah that's that's pretty much it but as far as like i think i've pretty much made like you know majority of all the fun flies here in the southwest so if you're going to travel from where you live to like San Diego, like how far of a drive is that? 
Oh, San Diego for me, um, if I don't hit any traffic, it's like about three and a half hours. Okay, so it's not bad then. No, no, it's okay. not. Yeah, and then um, like for the Southwest Heli Rodeo this year, um, I think it was only like three hours for That's me. That's Phoenix, right? Yep, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Right. So, um, awesome. and then, yeah, majority of them are in San Diego, um, Phoenix, um, a little bit kind of like central California, which would be like the Salinas Fun Fly. Um, and definitely want to make uh, Ken Marshall's Fun Fly this year. Um, he's kind of farther up north in California in the Livermore area. And I think that'll be like a uh, probably about a 10 or 11 hour drive for me. Right. Nah, you just you just come over here the day before and we'll split the drive, bro. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll you know what I mean? Right. So, since we're talking about the rodeo, uh, let's talk about where it is, who's running it. Give us the details. Like, why if uh, us East Coast guys who you know obviously we we talk a lot of shit that our fun flies are the best, but tell mm-hmm. us why that that event is. A great event like make us want to come out there because honestly it might happen you never know yeah yeah good deal man so i think the southwest heli rodeo is like one of the most like more known uh fun flies here in the west coast um and i mean just this year we had a pretty good turnout with professional pilots too um so i know nick maxwell showed up uh aj jaffe was there this year too um ben storick was there gregor mcgrath also showed up donny um, pecci yeah he was also there um and it's just it's just like the weather's always perfect too there's i mean there's i think what was it adam i think there's only like one or two days that was just kind of windy but then it would die down you know yeah, like the weather no the weather was good man there was uh it wasn't even that bad for being you know out in the desolate desert yeah the wind picks up and it doesn't go away but uh it was really good man doug darby was out there you know we 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 had a good time and it's a kick-ass event man so if you guys are thinking about coming out i mean that's the farthest you go that'd be the one to go to i mean we don't get vegas no more right 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 so is there like little competitive things going on like auto contests or you know things like that Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we had the auto rotation contest. Um, and, uh, I think that's, I think that's the only contest that yeah, that was it for the competitive shit, but uh, yeah, I mean, got pretty good with, uh, I think Nick Maxwell, Ben and Ray, they did like a triple flight and then, um, Ben's out there beating up on that gasser. And then, you know, anytime Nick Maxwell flies, it's like, Whoa, everybody kind of stops and watches. <laughs> right. Because you don't hear, you know, the way it sounds when that guy's flying, it's like, who the fuck is that? You know, he, nobody sounds like that. Like, he is just tearing it up so fast with that new Spectre. Right, right. Mm, yeah. Crazy. What do, you, what do you think, guys think the craziest thing to happen at a rodeo is? Man, it definitely, hands down, would have to be the 50-50 challenge that yeah. Kyle Dahl started. <laughs> that was, uh, was pretty pretty savage, man. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I remember watching the video. That was just carnage, just left and right. Yeah. Man, yeah, it was every, every I think, I think almost every pro pilot crashed at least one helicopter that year. Nice. <laughs> I don't think That's how you runs. want it, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I th- yeah, I think except for Ben, I think Ben was the only one that didn't crash, and I think he, yeah, he won it that year. 
um for that 50 50 challenge um but yeah that that hands down had been like you know the most craziest stuff i've ever seen because they had rules where like you'd have to start the flight either inverted or upright and you couldn't go past um you know that that attitude right Um, right and man and they were just pushing as hard as they can to kind of impress the crowd you know keep it interesting but still you know abiding by those rules and man i'll tell you what dude you know it's something where you see like all the trash cans just filled with like airframes, booms, <laughs> blades. <laughs> so funny. It was just, yeah, it's definitely something to, to see in person. It was just pretty awesome. Nice. Now, who's running that event? Is that Greg Ringley or? Yep. Yeah. So it's the search group um, based out of Phoenix. Um, so Greg Ringley and then I know also Lee Taylor um, and those guys run it. Um, and yeah, they uh, they do a pretty good job. They they've been doing an excellent job as far as running it. After JC um, used to be the coordinator for that event for for right. many years um, until he moved um, back on the East Coast. So, um, so is there yeah, any other event out there on the West Coast that you would recommend if you know people wanted to travel to? Like, what's what's the other hot spots? Is would it be Ken Marshalls or? Uh, so yeah, Ken Marshall's Fun Fly is definitely one of the places to check out because he has, you know, you know, like Adam mentioned, he has an awesome facility. Um, everybody there is just super welcoming um, and helpful. So that's definitely a Fun Fly to check out. Um, this place is great because it, in Livermore you got these these rolling hills, rolling green hills with the fucking windmills on top. And oh, you're wow. surrounded by that. You're surrounded by that for as far as you can see. And then uh, huh. it's like a horse ranch. And then you see these, uh, you got Marvin running around out there. Marvin's <laughs> Ken's heli dog, like coolest fucking dog ever. He's like, he's like half pit bull, half Corey. And um, I mean, everything about the Ken Marshall fun fly is awesome. You guys going to go to one? I think that would be the one right there. Huh. Yeah, yeah. and snowed uh, in around February, right? Yeah, yeah, about February. Um, and then, yeah, the next one would have to be uh, was it um, the, the Palomar Fun Fly, San Diego? Uh, there was over a hundred pilots this crazy Yeah, you know that's where I got to meet you know a, Frank. Heli Freak Fun Fly there. So that, that's uh, San Diego, right? Yep, yeah. San Diego. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did a yeah, Heli Freak yeah. Fun Fly there, and there was like two hundred pilots there. Wow. But that was back when, you know, that was before I got in, and I only heard stories about that one. But, uh, and what's the location of Ken Marshall's? Livermore, California. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. All right. Right outside well, there of you have it. <clears throat> yeah, I always thought the Snohomish was like the hot spot too, and, and maybe it is, I don't know, but the, you know, after this past year, of course, seeing Greg, you know, running uh, the rodeo, I was like, you know, it might be kind of cool to like fly out there for an event one year. uh, Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it being in Phoenix, I mean, that's just like one of the direct flights out there to the West Coast too. So, um, we have different lodging options. That was my question. Some of these fun flights that we talked is what are the the amenities, right? Not necessarily at the field, but are there hotels nearby and everything else? Yeah. Yeah. Food and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely for sure. Always at all of them around here, there's a hotel or plenty of food, nice restaurants to go eat at. I mean, California is usually, you know, nothing is too far away. 
Yeah. All right, Gooch, get your golf case ready. Let's make it happen. <laughs> well, go, guys. We'll be, my first trip is coming up. Yeah. You know, to go to a fun fly via airplane. No, I, I think I was talking to Jason Bellock about um, going to the rodeo. It's just, I think we already scheduled to go to RCHO. Gotcha. Yeah. But because, you know, like, I think one of the things that we discussed is potentially mixing it up a little bit. And, you know, maybe not do the some of the events that we've done in the past on the East Coast already and just try to pick at least one or maybe two to go out west. Yeah, it's just, awesome. you know, it, it, something like that just needs to have a little bit more planning than because I think I started talking to Jason like, I don't know, a week, maybe two before. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot of planning, you know, for us. But I think it would be very cool to be able to experience stuff on the west coast you know yeah man it's it's definitely fun um you know i think the farthest i've ever traveled um was urcha this year right um you know that's when i got to meet all you guys out there um yeah that was like my first kind of east coastish fun fly for me adam have you been to urcha i have not been to one yet and for me it's usually by with my job you know where we're at in the project Sometimes I can leave, sometimes I can't, but I have not made it out to an urchie yet. Gotcha. But uh, I think I, another thing that I, and I probably got to get over this, but when I go to a fun fly, I like to take all my, you know, all my shit and load up the truck and go. And uh, I wouldn't be able to do that with that because I'm not going to drive for two weeks. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I would have to be, I pick one or two, well, one heli. And, you know, find somebody with fuel out there and, and, and um, put it on a plane and go through all that. I think that's where I've gotten kind of turned off by it. Um, but who knows? You know, I might that might turn around. I mean, sure. So I, I got to go to one, at least one. Yeah. And I hear it sucks to hear, but I hear that, you know, there's less people every year. So mm-hmm. I got to make it out there before, you know. Before you well. So well, this year was more than last year. Yeah. So they, I, I think it's in the eye of the beholder because I, I thought I had a great time this year, you know, and the, the, the last year I went to Orchard before this year, you know, it was more people, but this year, because of the group of people that, you know, we got to hang out with and everything else, it it's, we still had a great time. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's such a cool vibe and i'm not saying that it wasn't better before i'm not arguing that but it's just it's such a cool vibe to be able to hang out with such a mix of pilots you know from west coast from east coast from canada from you know it's it definitely adds to it but the trick of it is like you know you fly nitro like i fly nitro too so for like the winter bash i just ship my stuff ahead and i send it to somebody that could bring it you know, or I could go grab it from near the field, you know, and that's the same thing is like, I, I think we have usually in our group of uh, hobbyists, you know, RC Hillies, you could always find somebody to, you know, that you could buy a gallon of fuel and they could bring you a manual fuel pump, you know? So it's, it's definitely something worth having. Um, I know even to, coming out to to arizona like jason was more than like dude just we can make it work you know just just we'll figure something out yeah you know yeah 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 for sure i mean if you guys you know 
you know my offer stands if you guys ever want to you know split some of that load with jason i mean i'm more than welcome to carry some of that stuff out there for you guys too that way you guys don't feel like you're overwhelming him as well yeah you know so it's 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 just those things that if there's a will there's a way right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay let's what's next next on the line hobby goals yeah Huh. So, Adam yeah. or Chance, uh, uh, let's start with Adam. Uh, do you have any hobby goals going into this next year? What do you What do you got going on? Hmm. Yeah. Um. I'd like to start working on more stuff that I do on the sim out in the field. That's That's kind of becoming challenging, man. Yeah. Um, once you get in the air, it's like for me, you know, I'm I'm doing great on the sim. And then uh, I get out to the field and I go to try something new and it doesn't really go out, plan out as, as, as well as I thought it would. And it kind of, kind of fucking throws me off. So I need to get over that and uh, just start stepping outside the box and trying new things, you know? Right. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's, that's my goal right there. And to not try not to crash, you know, I hate <laughs> crashing. Um, you know, somebody, what's the, what's, what's the fun fly where everybody's crashing and tearing shit up and they're egging them on crash, 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 crash. They, they do the, uh, combat with all the little hellies and shit. Which one R- is that? RCHO, R-C-H-O baby. World famous. Yeah. See, I can't, I don't like to crash like that, man. So I need to, I just want to stay out of the ground and start trying to new stuff, man. That's what I, that's my goals for this year. There you go. Well, uh, you've encouraged us to get out to Out West, so we're going to have to encourage you guys to get to uh, RCHO. Even if you don't bring anything to fly, just to come hang out and do it. Man, that's, uh, that's you know, I've been, I've been wanting to, to head out over there, dude, but I don't know if I can stomach that kind of weather, man. <laughs> <laughs> I well, mean, they, they I, do one I, during I, the summertime, too. Oh, do they? Yeah, well, okay. springtime, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I heard a talk of like something in the teens in the last podcast. I'm like, oh man, I can't do that. Oh yeah, I don't, man. The cold, I can't really do the cold. I think where I met Chance at, we, me and Chance, we met at the at a um, Vegas Fun Fly, and that year, I think like seven of us went in the RV towing another smaller RV, and um, it was fucking cold, like. I don't even know what the temperature was, but it was so cold you couldn't sit outside and have a beer because your hands are freezing up, you know. Mm. And um, I remember, I didn't even know. I think Chance and I had a deal before we met, but I remember we pulled in and we kind of got settled in, and it was dark and it was blowing and it was freezing. And uh, two another car rolls in, and it's Chance and Mike and these motherfuckers are hard timing it. So they, they start setting up their tent and, uh, and it looks like, and they set up the tent right behind the RV. So it kind of looked like something attached itself to the RV, but it was these guys' tent, man. And, uh, <laughs> I just remember that he, he woke up and, and they were in the truck when they woke up. Cause it was so damn cold out there. He couldn't even, couldn't even hang out there, man. Yeah, man, that was, and, that was uh, rough. Cause it was, it was crazy windy. I think it was like, 15 20 gusting and it was like 38 degrees yeah which is like super cold for us yeah and then it was just like when you're flying the wind's just blowing your face consistently and then in the background you see like all the mountains in vegas 
nothing but snow on them. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was something else. But yeah, I mean, I think my cutoff point for uh, for flying out in the cold would have to be like fifty, maybe like high forties. After that, I, I can't do it. Uh-huh. Mine's like oh. sixty-five. I, I got no. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. we pretty much have the same same flying weather, Kyle. So, yeah. <laughs> except yeah. for the summers, the summers are horrible here. Yeah, you, you know, you you haven't you you haven't flown until you fly sitting in a clubhouse looking through the window and you're flying your heli out over the snow. <laughs> I, th- I think we've all had that thought of like, well, maybe I can just fly in my car, you know, have a heater on and stuff. I'm not sure. So we, we at the, the bigger club, I guess, where we have most heli pilots in the area, it's like an hour away from my, from my house uh, where we had the phone fly, the North Jackson phone fly. We have a what we call a hot box. It's literally a plywood box that has a door. You step into it, and it's like a cutout of the body, and you have heaters inside. So, like, your your body from, like, the chest down is, like, freaking steaming. Your face is frozen. But the wow. important part is that the, the, the radio, you know, your fingers are warm. And it would be like... <laughs> Oh, it's 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 ruthless on your face, but yeah, you you just keep on flying, man. There's ways. We got heaters too. Yeah, I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll make a bubble for you. Don't worry about it. There you go. <laughs> I keep hearing about these bitch mittens too. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do have a transmitter, uh, a glove that actually has heater pads on the bottom of it. You and you plug in a two, two or three S in it, and you have different levels of heat. We got you. We got you covered. Yeah, I was actually even looking into like those, uh, those Milwaukee uh, heated jackets. Mm-hmm. You, know, you stick a battery in there, and yeah, I mean, you know, it's a possibility. But yeah, I think I've, I've always kind of at least thought of like making it to one RCHO event. You need to for sure. Yeah, and then mandatory. You know, yeah and everyone's like hey man it's like i know you guys watch the videos but you know the field is kind of kind of a little bit on the small side the yeah. videos make it look big trust me yeah yeah that, that's what Eric's telling me but it's, i mean it's, it, it's flyable it, it really is so it's yeah. like one one guy at a time only no like you could run two. two two but let's just say that the one like the center stage you know station you are kind of flying at times straight at the entrance where the vehicles come in oh, gotcha so you know you it's know, exciting just, yeah. yeah it's fine but i think it's like half of that you know it's 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 just like the type of people that are out there right mm-hmm. i mean you got jay out there and you know the rest <laughs> of the crew you know it's and you know they have combat um and it, uh, it seems like you guys definitely have a blast out there too definitely yeah it's pretty rowdy <laughs> there's not many fun flies where one you get encouraged to fly over open fire pit it, you're encouraged to try to land a 700 on the sended sign that you had in the background mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you're encouraged to crash you're encouraged to take two logo 200s and head on collision them and see what happens <laughs> uh, you, you know, it, it's just it's like like you were talking about the Ken Marshall. There's an atmosphere that you just it's unique, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and in the end, it's it's once again it goes back to the people, right? Yep. And and I really, you know, I have to set my expectations. Like if I go to a fun flight with just one heli, 
I need to be okay with the idea that if I crash it a second into the first flight there, you know, am I still going to enjoy the, the, you know, the fun fly because of the yeah. people that I hang yeah. out with? Yeah, you, you know, you have to the fact of crashing for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. But yeah, that's we, what makes it a good time. You know, we all talk each other into the ground, you know, but we're, <laughs> we're all laughing and having a good time about it. You know what I mean? Like, nobody gets upset. You know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. yeah, that's our plan. Our plan is to, to make our way west at some point. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it'd be an awesome, uh, awesome deal for you guys, for sure. Yeah, we'd definitely love to have you guys out here. Heck yeah. Well, that, that means we need to plan to be out there, Chats. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. This, this is a two-way relationship? Hey, no one's talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chance, what, did, what kind of hobby goals did you have? Um, for next kind year? Kind of like, yeah, kind of like uh, Adam had kind of mentioned, man, I kind of really want to definitely up my uh, my flying skill this year. I'm like, I'm definitely going to hit it hard. Um, concentrate on just flying, you know, one type of model um, and just focusing on those instead of going, you know, trying to fly like four different models and, you know, they all have their own flying, you know, characteristics and kind of trying to overcome that while progressing at the same time. That's tough. Versus, yeah, it's tough, man. So, and that's, that's something that I've, I've learned out throughout the years. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my goal is to, to stick to, uh, to a brand and model and uh, just keep progressing. There you go. All right. So, gotta love uh, it. Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. No, I was just saying, gotta love it. You know, just, just keep pushing the, uh, the needle forward, trying to make everything get better. I love it. Yeah. Well, how about teams? Let's kind of dive in and uh, talk about what flying teams you guys are on. Uh, let's start with Chance. Who do you fly for currently? Cool. So um, for a team, you know, it's an honor to to be able to fly for BK Hobbies. Um, you know, yeah, great, awesome group of guys. Um, of course, with uh, with Scott, you know, being the the, the foreman of the team um, and, you know, meeting all you guys at Urcha. Um, this year is just it's been an awesome experience. Um, definitely loving that. Um, and as far as other sponsors, um, I also fly for HRB USA. I uh, fly the graphene lipo batteries, and also on the National uh, Hoppy Wing team as well for ESCs. Okay, nice, sweet. That's a good spread. Yeah. Yep. Adam, what you got? Uh, I'm a lone soldier, man. I'm flying for Adam. I, I'm not with anybody. I uh, <laughs> perfect. I, yeah. I started to uh, I started to go down the synergy path, but then um, we all know what happened there. So right. I don't have any sponsors. I don't get no discounts on nothing. It's all about <laughs> I. I'm flying for Adam. Yeah, no that's team. fine. Yep, it's great. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Uh, how can I say that? I can't ever say I'm only going to have one brand. So I'm not even going to go down that path of trying to just stick with one when I like to enjoy all of them. You know what I mean? Somebody else comes out with a new nitro. I can't say I'm not going to buy it. Right. You know, I've had them all. And um, I just, uh, that's where I'm at, man. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. Being yep. sponsored by Visa and MasterCard. <laughs> You know? Don't forget PayPal. 
You know what? If anything, if anything, I wouldn't mind getting with a um, a fuel a fuel company. Like it would be cool to be with BP. I like flying BP fuel. Yeah, that's that's something you don't see anymore. That's true. That's true. Nice. All right. Well, uh, I guess we can wrap things up. No, we good. Yeah, you guys wrap. We covered it. Rapidy wrap. All right, here we go. So, uh, if folks in the hobby would like to get in touch with you, Adam, how could they do that? Uh, hit me up on Messenger, Adam Araujo. <laughs> That's it. Facebook Messenger. Got it. Chance, how about you, buddy? Yeah, uh, same thing, man. Um, always, of course, help. You know, happy to help anybody that has any questions um, or need any help in the hobby. Um, but yeah, the best way to get a hold of me would definitely have to be Facebook Messenger. You know, I'm pretty good at responding to everybody's uh, messages, so that's okay. that's the best way. Great. All right. So, mm-hmm. if you would like to get in touch with us here at the Hellyhead Show, please email us at thehellyheadshow at gmail dot com. If you have any uh, show ideas or um, see questions we actually we would love to get some questions from you guys if uh, you have anything that you're working on you have you know a question about it or setup stuff or whatever you got hit us up with that we would love to be able to help you out and uh what else we got we would like to invite you guys to like our facebook follow and subscribe to us on podbean and itunes and be sure to leave us a review do we have anything do we have we looked i have not I don't think we've gotten much. Uh, let's see here. Nothing new on iTunes. Uh, it was just Anthony Milo last time. Uh, we got 355 subscribers. Oh, nice. Uh, Thank uh, you. Oh, actually, 360. Ooh, it's gone up. 360 followers. And... Uh, let's see here. What do we have for comments? Uh, the last, the last comment was a month ago on Podbean. Okay, all right. Uh, and I don't know if do we talk about him? Uh, MWX, MWX. You guys helped me survive finishing new home. Yeah, I've been sitting here for three months now, working at night, doing all the boring stuff alone, listening to you, Ben. Help me stay awake and somehow entertained. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about, you yeah, know. There it is. Great. All right, Gooch, what else we got? Well, always, always, always don't forget about the other heli podcasts that we have and also video personalities in the hobby. Uh, I just want to give a huge shout out to uh shout out to uh Bill Ann. He's been putting out some videos. I think one of the last ones that I paid close attention to was our very own Skids McGrady doing his speed runs at the speed competition at Urcha. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. That was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. I'd never done it before, so I, you know, I was trying to not go balls out with it because. You know, I didn't know what it was going to do. I'm used to doing hurricanes at this point with that thing. And, you know, now trying to do these long stretched out speed runs. I, you know, I was trying to not go full stick. You know what I mean? I was just trying to how get fa- Hey, how fast would you say you get it going when you get, when you really get into a locked in hurricane? I mean, at least almost 130. 
Damn. I remember when you took out the dude with the uh, the little guy. What's his name with the? Uh... Oh man, you guys had a contest. I don't. Yeah, know. Alex. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. Alex. yeah. We, the whole know, GPS got... fiasco. Yeah, that was my bad. That was <laughs> man. I remember when you got up and you started flying. I was like, damn, this dude. Look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Vi- visually it definitely looked like mine was faster but uh i i think they were pretty damn close though he you know i we we both were pushing 130 for sure man so. I, I you know what I, I love those videos of you guys going back between you scott and jay as far as like the whole 15s and like the editing that that was that was amazing that was a lot of fun it was a lot <laughs> yeah, of yeah it's awesome uh, very cool all right so our favorite moment of the show uh we did not prepare adam or chance maybe chance has some we never know since he listens regularly but uh let's get to these uh parting words gooch what you got oh my usual hashtag flag baller mm. hashtag 3am or bust and let's just say that skids fell asleep on a Discord chat session last mm. night. Oh, freaking snoozy snoozerton! Yeah, he he was out like the lights in you know my house <laughs> at the end of the night. Uh, hashtag I'm starting to fly like skids, and I'm terrified of it because it's gonna cost me a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kyle, for any future <laughs> orders. Card on file, baby. Yeah. That's right. Uh, hashtag camper sexual. Yes. You know, uh, Skids is nice enough that when he pulls the camper, he allows me to share it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we will be sharing it again at the Winter Bash. Yes. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> uh, hashtag 2 a.m. flights are the bomb. Yes. Mm-hmm. I will, you know, if there's night flying there, I'll, I, I stay up pretty late. Uh, hashtag get in there deep that's the rcho motto and then uh, another one is hashtag rolling in deep in the deep Mm. what are we rolling in the deep i don't know i mean you could take that any way you want it you could definitely take it a few ways that's for sure yeah so it's it's whatever floats your boat Okay. Or heli. Whatever whatever makes your heli fly. Let's put it that way. All right. Mm-hmm. Go with it, Kyle. All righty. Well, hashtag Winterbash is coming in hot December 10th to the 12th. Yes. Uh, it'll be, I'll say it's this weekend for when this podcast will be out. Hashtag Gasser will for sure definitely probably maybe fly by 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, 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 crazy. Man, hashtag stroke the stoke Mm, last week. I love that. And then, yeah, and then the one that will forever be in here. Hashtag Eric Shue is more famous than my entire Harley career. We got to fix that. (laughs) Oh, is it possible though? It's probably not possible. I I don't know, man. I met Eric Shue for the first time at Urcha, and man, he's definitely a character. He's fantastic. (laughs) He is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely like that guy a lot. Yeah, you yeah. can, you know, there's never a dull moment around somebody like that for sure. Never. Chance, uh, you got any hashtags? Uh, yeah, I got hashtag fly it like Kyle Stacy has your card on file. Mm. <laughs> Freaking love it. <laughs> nice. 
Uh, and see here. I think that's it. I think it's all I got. Okay. It's a good Adam, any hashtags for you, buddy? Uh, I know you weren't prepared. I'm sorry. I was not prepared, but I, I could probably, you know, do a little riff here. Uh, hashtag Nitro is the shit. Mm. Hashtag um, BP is awesome. <laughs> Has- hashtag uh, BP, give me a call. <laughs> what else? Hashtag I love all my heli brothers. There it is. Oh, that's an awesome one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I found another one. Hashtag West Coast is the best coast. Oh, 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 oh. I got I to throw a little poke in there. Mm. You got to come to our Hashtag first West Coast is the best when the East Coast comes to your phone flyer. Uh, oh. <laughs> hey, hey, that might be true. We don't know that yet. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. we'll see you guys at the Ken Marshall Ranch. That'd be mm. awesome. That'd be now awesome. we're talking. Yeah, I got to make sure that Gregor McGrath shows up there, though, too. I, I get to oh, see yeah. him, I get to see him like there. once every decade. <laughs> one, yeah. one million percent, Gregor will be there. That's awesome. Very cool. All right, so let's wrap it up. We got uh, hashtag if it flies, it dies. <laughs> Facts. Wow. Um, so I let this next one down. I'm sorry, Steve, but uh, we got uh, aggressive or hashtag aggressive tandems. I'll leave that to you and Gooch, though. And maybe Chris, you never know. Uh, I got this is an important one. This one is hashtag 12 a.m. is my limit. <laughs> and we've got uh, hashtag if you crash enough, uh, there's no need for maintenance. <laughs> Facts. That's fact. Yeah. All right, you guys, let's get out of here. We got hashtag 2 for hold. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number 60 with Adam and Chance. And uh, maybe we'll see you at the radio. Catch you guys next time. Cheaters. Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode 60. I am your host, Skids, and with me is Gucci. Hello, my friends. And we've got old Cool Hands here. What up? And uh, we took a chance with the chance, Mr. Chance Lavin. What's happening, guys? And we- Fuck. We're going to have to start this over. <laughs> oh, you forgot to record. You know, you know why? Because I don't know how to say his fucking last name. <laughs> I knew that was fucking. <laughs> right. So, so it, I know it looks weird, and every I've been dealing with this shit my whole life. But Araho, Araho, damn it! Arajo. I'm like all over here, like Ajaro or some no, shit. No, not Ajaro, not a Ruyo, not a Rujo, just Araho. Araho, good grief! That's I'm gonna it, have to write brother. this shit down. Araho, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Araho. 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 Okay, I'm ready. Maney, Maney, Maney. <laughs> Here we go. Good.
Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get it done. Uh, ooh. Sorry, I got distracted here. Uh, did you pull up Pornhub? I know, I know. Damn it. <laughs> That's what? I'm right next to you. The freaking tail blades. Sick. All right, we got to go. All right, <clears throat> you ready, Kyle? I was born ready. <laughs> okay. Man. Freaking Kyle trying to distract us. All right, here we go. Whoo! All right, my guys, what's what's going to be easier for us? What do you want to do? Listen, if Adam is cool as a cucumber, let's rock with going back and forth. Take another hit and let's fucking do it. Yeah, fucking <laughs> calm, calm down. I think you need a hit here. Me? Got to mellow out. Yeah. Man. You gotta get ready, son. Get pumped. Stop yelling. Oh, Stop yelling. Shit. Uh, Ooh, getting close to a fun fly. That's what it is. Be nice. cool. Be cool. <laughs> be cool, honey, buddy. All right, here we go. <laughs> 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Uh, back and forth. Oh, you know, stroke it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Our poor guest. Come on. We got this. Yeah. Okay. okay. Come on, Kevin. Pull it together. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, as previously mentioned, we. <laughs> Why do you sound drunk? Yeah. Okay. Stretch Reset. my mouth out. There we go. They're ready. Bomb out, brown cow. Yep. Now he's ready for winter bash. <laughs> uh, more stretched out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice wallered in and wallered out. You got, you got any cor- good corners over there, Kyle? Because we're gonna have to work them. I know all my, the good spots. I'm locking Ooh, my fucking door. That's like to hear, Kyle. Mm-hmm. From experience, right? Cardigans and boots. <laughs> all right shut up here we go welcome back to the heli head show is that better what the fuck is that i'm trying to bring it in hot and you're like what are you drunk this is kind of like murder You'll mystery be- novel voice right there <laughs> <laughs> Will uh, they answer tonight? Maybe, maybe yeah. not. We will never know. Yep. Jeez, I wish I had the music. Here we go. All right, we're free to talk for a few minutes. If you need to use the bathroom, please do. If you need to get a drink, please do. Uh, oh, cool. Can I take hey. a bong hit? You can take a bong hit, my brother. <laughs> do it up, son. <laughs> do it up. Engaging bong hit now. There you go. <laughs> We don't get to watch. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. Live vicariously through Adam. Yeah. All right. Get a contact hive through Skype. Oh. <laughs> I'll show you. Show you some what they call the uh, Afghani Kush. <laughs> I love the names of weed. There it is. That's what you call the Afghani Kush right there. Holy Strange shit. looking Christmas tree you got there. Can you smell it? Can you smell it? <laughs>